Davies in the middle. Checks back against Carter and scores. That is atypical for the Amina Margot. Bar quickly gets it back again. Oh, but what a goal! Well, that sums up for her season. everyone and welcome to another Vic Acres Wonderland podcast episode. We are back. We are back at Emirates Stadium. The team are back. We're back. Lottie is back. She's back with us after a, uh, her absence sadly in the last one, but we were indebted to our guest Maisie. Thank you very much. Um, and yes, we're going to be talking about Arsenal versus Aston Villa. Arsenal back at the Emirates Stadium, bringing back Villa. Um, lots to talk about, but first I shall introduce our guests. Firstly, the magnificent Matt. Matt, how's the week been for you? Oh, it's been a long one, a very long one. I'm looking forward to Sunday's game, that's for sure. Excellent. And the lovely Lottie, back with us again. How are you, Lottie? Looking forward to the weekend? Yeah, no, the last time we, I checked that we were we were co-hosts, not guests. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm no, all right. No, I'm all right. I had, I had my two uh, days off for, for my birthday. Chapter 31 is well and truly underway. Um, really good start to it at the moment. Gals drew 2-2, Manchester yep. for me. Mm-hmm. And then we put Man City at home, and I was sitting right next to the um, the old Man City fans at the end of the game. They got all their little phones waving, waving their tr- their Champions League trophy, and I'm sitting there going, "One nil." <laughs> it's been a long eight years. Um, but any other audio listeners, I was holding my hands up, going, "One nil." <laughs> um, but it was it was good fun. Um, it, the <laughs> what it's just it's hilarious to see. That generation that have seen nothing but wins for Man City lose yeah. their crap. We, we know was, what the real Man City are like. We know Man oh, City. Absolutely, we know absolutely. But like. we're not here to talk about the boys. No, just, we're not. I just it was one of the highlights of the weekend. It was so funny. It, um, yes, yes, and yeah. yeah. yeah please, ex- please excuse my verbal fur part. You can see it's been a while since I've been in the hosting chair. Um, and whilst it's good to be back, it's also need to learn my manners. We are, of course, co-hosts, the group of us. But um, before we go into the game, uh, a few quick news items. Firstly, the team photo is out. I'm sure we've all seen it. Um, Lottie, any Who's thoughts? That? What caught your eye? Who's actually smiling or smiling. Yes, she is. She is. And Leah, Leah just looks angry. <laughs> she just looks angry. I could call it something else, mm. but we're a P, P, uh, PC pod, so to speak. There was, of course, one notable absence from the group photo. Uh, Matt, how disappointed were you that Wynn didn't make an appearance uh, with the rest of the team? Oh, I'm not really that disappointed. I think the problem is if you let the win, because the men did theirs first, didn't they? And they didn't yeah. let Wynn go on. I think it would have caused a little bit of controversy there <laughs> if you let what the dog take, have fight with one team and not the other. So... I think he was with the men's team. There was pictures of Wynn with Arteta doing, yeah, he was around. But I suppose at the same time, we did have the Conti Cup to show for our, of our uh, trophy, which is hopefully the first of many, as we shall see uh, this season. Other news, uh, Jonas had his press conference and did drop the exciting bomb that Beth Mead might might be making her return this weekend at the Emirates Stadium. Uh, it's come full circle. Lottie, you must be buzzing to see uh, Mido back on, potentially back on the pitch, uh, provided she comes with his next fitness check. 
yep, I'm dusting off my Milo shirt already. Mm-hmm. Um, the armory's currently out of Chloe Lacasse print, so I'm dusting off my Milo shirt, ready to get back into that one again, which I practically lived in last season. Was it? Lo- yeah, last season. Mm. So, and yeah, it did get a wash before anybody wonders. It went in the wash every single time, but you can ask Matt or Adam every every single game that we went to together. I was Neither. in the shirt. Yeah. yeah. So, sadly, my my Mido shirt has has bit in the dust um, because I, I don't know. I know. I know. I, I did not know how to operate a washing machine, and we'll leave it as that. What um, did you do now? <laughs> did you follow my advice? I did, and lo and behold, my my Russo shirt came out clean as a whistle. It was lovely. And so uh, did you put it straight on the hanger, so it doesn't uh, peel. Yeah, it was put out straight to dry. Yeah. Okay. Normally, yeah. normally I don't. As much as I love my mum, I normally don't let her wash my football shirts. <laughs> I've now got my first peeler, and I'm really upset about it. Oh dear. Well, uh, there was a bit of further update with the injury news. Um, Viv is obviously back on the training pitch. Um, you know, get building up her fitness. She won't be ready just yet, but hopefully soon. Sadly, uh, Leah Williamson, as I think we all expected, we're not going to see until the new year. And she, obviously she's you know back at the club and training and getting her fitness back but she's yeah nowhere near and it's something going to um something going to expect but Mido back on the pitch she'll likely be on the bench if anything can't see her starting mm-hmm. but you know if the score line's going well maybe we'll see her fingers crossed the other big news and i'm going to come to you on this Adam, one matt question oh. anything on laura are we still expecting to see her well, next season it, well laura they didn't mention but the thing is the problem is with the journalists is that you only get like one question and it's kind of a waste like same with um tear goldie there's no isn't it because we know we're not going to see her we're we'll not going to see her this season there's Definitely. absolutely no yeah. chance exactly exactly so if they're going to ask it it will be next year so that's probably where i see it um but yes matt Jonas contract extension bit of a bold move um if it's just just before the manchester united game um obviously there's been it's not been a good start to the season has been a bit of sort of murmurs we can say in the fan base if anybody you know bob takes anything on twitter with a pinch of salt but were you surprised or or pleased to see that Jonas has been given the backing with a, a three-year deal with Jonas, it was always going to be inevitable that he would have been carrying on Essentially, this is his project. This he's got a plan in place. He would have liked to have gone further in the Champions League. He would have imagined group stage knockouts, that sort of thing. Unfortunately, uh, that didn't go our way. Um, but the pro- project is probably not even halfway done. It's maybe a quarter of the way there. Um, I think Jonas has in mind that he wants to win an FA Cup, a, a Super League and a Champions League with his time at Arsenal. Um, becoming so close as we nearly did last year in the Champions League. Um, just that unfortunate slip up mm. and here and there. There are players here that he's brought in and trying to build up so that when eventually some of these players do end up leaving, uh, we've got replacements on already. Whereas you look at other teams down in the league, they'll just look at oh who's available oh this player's available we'll go and get them and whereas there's a plan in place it's a bit similar to what Villa do Villa have been looking they'll be looking at their recruitment further down the line they'll be oh this player this player I don't know if you actually saw there's about six players top quality players around Europe that are out of contract in the summer um so it'll be an intriguing keeping an eye on that see what happens around that 
one of them is an lioness and a forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't mention which one, but no. there are a lot of calls for people for her to be in part of the um, Arsenal squad. That's for sure. Um, but with Jonas, I've always had faith in him. Watching mm-hmm. that first game against Villa at Villa Park, just to get a feel for the game, and then him making those changes at half time really um you could see the impact that it was having that having yeah. bringing on Maru, Manu Iwabuchi on a half time she goes and scores one of the first goals yeah and then Arsenal were up and running Katie McCabe goes and scores that banger right at the end <laughs> as well <laughs> who's also got herself a new contract and yes there's been a yes she has um I was gonna say I think I don't know if we discussed this on the previous but I think we were all rather chuffed with the contract extension video i think you all got a bit of a cheap laugh out of it which which was good and yeah it, it's a real positive sign of um i say support for the manager even if certain fans are maybe questioning him which i think is totally unfair quite frankly i think he hasn't really had a fair crack at the whip. he's had two seasons which have been heavy trucks about injuries especially the second season and he's managed to get a champions league semi-final and he's managed to get a conti cup trophy out of it i, I mean i'm not sure yeah it, it is what it is we didn't do well in the league Campaign hasn't started off too um, well for us, sadly. We've had, you know, we've had a few slip-ups throughout Europe, as we know. But last time out, we did get a very exciting, a very thrilling two-all draw against Manchester United, which if you listened to the previous pod, me and Matt dissected. Um, but one person whose opinion we didn't get was, of course, Lottie. Uh, Lottie, you hope, I'm hoping you were able to uh, watch uh, watch the game itself. What did you think? Of course I watched the game. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not going to miss miss a, a, an Arsenal game on on a day where I have a day off and I can go and meet one of my best friends who works in the armoury. Do you mm. know what I mean? I'm yeah. not going to not miss it. So I was in my usual residing place in the Tolleton. If anybody is coming on Sunday, that is the place to be. Yeah. Fan march, everything. We're there mm-hmm. as a team. As well, although I, I have a f- sneaky feeling that Adam will be ditching us early to go to club level. So, well, I think it's the other way I, around I, this time I, around I, because I my train's l- later I, than yeah. planned, then I won't be able to go to the Torrington. Oh, well, it, will, it might not be on Boo, boo the trains. Yeah, Boo the trains, yeah. Boo the rail like, industry. What's the rail industry ever Absolutely. done for us? Absolutely, although never mind that one of us actually works for them, but hey-ho. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll gloss over that. And um, yes, yeah. I can either confirm or deny it. I'll pretend that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pretend it's not where I've been for the last week, learning more about it. Um, but yes, you are able to watch it at the Tollington. Yeah, and... no, Stina Blackstadius, amazing. Um, didn't expect to get that much speed out of her because I haven't seen her run that fast before. So I was like, huh, what's gone on there? So if she's mm. either been training on a sprint in mm. and she's got faster or I've just never noticed before. One <laughs> of the two. Um, but can we all just talk about Chloe Lacasse's goal? My God. Oh, yes. What a work of art. Um, no, I'm honest story, right? Sitting in there, this was just after, obviously, Russo's hit the post. Mm. I watched it curl round. I thought it went round. Mm. The whole pub's sitting there going, for God's sake, what the hell is going yeah. on? <laughs> on the replay, I see the ball curl around us. Yeah. And we all turn around, look at each other, and start screaming our heads off on the replay, not at the actual goal. Because um, we just hit the post so many damn times. Mm. And it was just like, hang on a minute, it's gone in, we've got them. And it was just like it was one. It was one more push. I actually called this game at three two to the Arsenal, and it was going that way, but it just couldn't get it over the line. Which was we ran out of time. We, we ran out of time, um, sadly. 
So, but predicted a goal first. We got that. Uh, we didn't let them get the best better of us, which is which I love to see mm. because you don't get that fierce competition with Spurs. It's with Man United. No, they they are, and it's one they they've come up promoted and they want to fight. They want they yeah. want they want people yes, to hate yes. them. Exactly, and they're doing a very good job at it. Trust they me. are unless it's... unless you're Mays and a few other sensible fans. <laughs> She's saying, yeah, fame fame Mays. Which is absolutely fine. Yeah, that's the way you want it. Crack it, on. Yeah, I would um, say that it's not fresh to Maze, but there are high-profile fans who are doing their best to get other fan bases to hate them, which for me is bizarre because the, 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 I know that well, as much as you want that rivalry, it's going to become like that. It is going to become like that. It's just not the right time. Mm. Um, this like it doesn't matter what area of Tottenham Hotspur it is. I hate you anyway. Yeah. That's it. But that's that's what Man United want. They want mm. they want that early two thousands rivalry with the Arsenal, and it's just like you can't compete. Yeah, you got like, to. Well, the, the booing of Russo is like, do you know what? It takes me back to the uh, Beth Mead. Was it Beth Mead interview when they played at Tottenham? Oh, yeah, they, okay. they were they were booing her, and she loved every minute of it. Enough. Do you know what I mean? But you see, you you see the younger generation standing there with their signs like "Welcome Home." I think there's oh. one that said "Welcome Home, Russo," <laughs> which is so really the... cute. So it's only little, yeah. so yeah. it's it's nice to see. But you can guarantee it's the older generation that are like, "No, I'm not having this." She's a traitor, etc., etc., etc. The thing is, if say if God forbid, if Beth Mead did that, I'd never forgive her. Couldn't do yeah. it. I'd yeah. never forgive her. So oh, I get, yeah. I get, I get where they're coming from. But it's also a case of these girls have a thick skin, they'll be fine. Can I just, I will come back on to Boone because it's going to come back onto my points for later in, in, in the show. But mm-hmm. um, with the result 2 all, obviously we all wanted to win, we wanted to get off the mark. Um, was it a disappointment to come away as a 2 all draw, or was it one of those draws because of the nature of the draw? Did it feel like a win for you? Do you know what? I'll be honest with you, I'm just glad to have a point at this point. Um, it's a case of we didn't roll over as soon as they had the two in, and we kept fighting. We were at them from the from the first whistle. Mm. That first that first half, half like leading up to Steena's goal, mm. we were all over them. Like the only thing that kept that goal safe was Mary Earps. Yeah, and that, you can see why we want her, mm. and we will get her. We've seen the episode before. <laughs> We've seen the story before. Three, We've seen how it plays out. Um, call me, call me cocky or whatever you want, but it's just it's it's on its way. If we do, if we don't get her in, in January, I can see her go honestly go for free. She's made it clear she doesn't want to stay at United, mm. um, but she will be the difference for them this season. I can you can guarantee it. But it's also a case of will Skinner rotate? Mm. That is going to be his key challenge for this season. Yeah, because as May said on the last part, they've never really had anyone to challenge a Latoon for her number ten role. And now you've got Miyazawa in there. She can play on the wing. She can play as a 10, <laughs> etc. And it's, it's hopefully Ella Toon will get a bit of a rest now. And we'll have well, that heavy rotation. Probably, probably it's not. not <laughs> it's not guaranteed. I, I, I mean, she played every single game for Man United last season. Mm. Like, yeah. You could see how tired she was for England. It's yeah. not the tournament tune we normally see. Just on the topic of Mary Epps and goalkeepers, obviously we yeah. changed our goalkeepers. We rotated for this game and there was a bit yeah. of a wobble. Where do you say... When, well, I'm firmly Epps' corner. I don't care what anyone says. She got us through to that, that Conte Cup final. She you're, took Bonnie Shaw out of the net. 
me and you, we stood there in the cold yeah. for 90 minutes plus the extra time. She started a total of, what, three times for us? Mm-hmm. Twice in the league? And you're uh, well, already what, putting her in the bin. No, I'm not having it. Uh, what, for, what, Sabrina? Yep. Oh, no, not like Carl Sabrina. It's more the fact, do you agree with the idea of rotating the keepers? And are Absolutely. you and you're happy we with know, both of them? We know, yeah. we, know, we know Manu's off. We know her contract's mm-hmm. coming to an end. She wants to go home. Mm-hmm. That's um, right now. And mm-hmm. she needs, she's got a year left. Matt, did you say she had a year left? She's yes. got a year left. Yes, yeah, so she did this extend. Year, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Whether she stays or not, we don't know. But it's also a case of if she does go mm-hmm. and we don't get Mary Earps, we've got a plan three. Yeah. We've got an experienced keeper across the competitions that will step up. Yeah. Although put she's it, coming number two. Put it this way, tactically, we've got two goalkeepers that would be good enough to play against any team in the WSL. Yeah, absolutely. We've got it's like a mirror of the men's team with Ramsdale and, and Wright. Although I think Arteta is slightly leaning towards one of the keepers, but that's a different podcast for a different people. We're we're not going down that avenue. It, yeah. It's clear that Jonas is yeah, Jonas is obviously rotating um, Manu and, and and Sabrina depending on the um, the situation, and he's not the only manager that's doing it. Yeah, even um, a certain um, team, what they called um, uh, Fulham Blue. Um, they're uh, rotating, um, obviously, at Kanach, um, and Katchenberger and uh, Musovic frequently. So, I've lost um, so many points because of that. I think that. after M- Musovic's performance in the summer, she deserves to be rotated in. I'm sorry. Absolutely. No, 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 this is the point. They're both high-quality oh, keepers. You've got to realise, Berger isn't even Germany's number one. Which is mad. She's one, the, she's one of the best keepers in the, in the league. I know, but she can't get a sniff in front, in front of the number Germany number one, can she? But it's yeah, interesting she's that Chelsea that... number one, which is really interesting. Whereas Musovic is Sweden's number one, and she's number yeah. two at Chelsea. It's mental. But, but no one's questioning the 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 logic there. But yet, when it's with Arsenal, everyone seems to be. So it seems to be a bit. No, sort no, of... Absolutely, I I completely get that. But it's just it's mad to think about the way that that us some of the Arsenal fan base see it, and the way that logical people like us look at it. Mm. It, it's just it's kind of it's kind of crazy but you need to be using the like obviously at the moment well last season um burger was the best option for chelsea yeah. although i found found that burger spent half her time on the floor which drove me nuts <laughs> well in fairness so did our keeper our keeper did, our, look, we're, we're oh, not that's because yeah, money the tactics to be fair i'm like i get why the chelsea keeper does it yeah but when you play us and we need the game to be quick i don't want to be seeing that it drives me up the wall, but we do it ourselves, so I can't really moan about it, if you know what I mean. But we didn't really start doing it until the tail end of last season. We were on our knees. We were. I, I For me, I think, I, my feeling is, is that fans... Did do that at Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. My fans are, I think our fans have been sort of tempted by the idea of Erps, and, and I think because of that, they've... But badly, in my opinion, have sort of leaned against towards Marnie, and I think it's quite sad, really, because she's been great for us. It is, but I'm also finding it's the the newer fans mm. that have come to watch the Arsenal women properly mm. that are complaining about her. They weren't that... here for the heartbreak, well, the hard work of last season. Yeah, four ACLs. Yeah, well, the season um, before. Manu, the Manu season did so well. Yeah. Sabrina did absolutely brilliantly getting us through to that Conti Cup final. She, yes, she left a penalty in at Brisbane Road, but goalkeepers union. Are you going to say that on the floor like that? I don't think so. 
that pitch was an awful. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't have even dived on it. What, That's how the, bad it was. Which which exactly. what the, the LSV? Um, yeah, uh, no, at Brisbane Road. Oh yeah, that Brisbane. one. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah when we when we played Tottenham, because Sabrina, yeah. that was Sabrina's uh, I, I, WSL I, I, debut. I, I have a feeling that was that that pitch was just really hard. hard it and, and It looked solid to me. No, you you can't dive on a on a pitch like that. Uh, yeah, but so speaking that, of that's, keepers, that's just quickly. Green sheet for that one anyway. Just yeah, quickly true. on Man City because Cara Keating went in goal. She was and Josie, she was brilliant. She was brilliant in the scene sticks. Really uh, good. Ali Roebuck and now hasn't played the game all season for City. Well, yes. Ah, oh, but and there was slight havoc that she got sent off last season and so that suspension just came through. They're not too sure, are they? That's the problem because Gareth Taylor said and he's got he doesn't know what what the ruling is. Mm. And there's it, also Sandy McIvel played in the Conti Cup so it's, it's difficult to understand what's happening with City so at the moment the Ellie Roden need to be a bit clearer um, yeah we the, discussing this earlier <laughs> well the problem now is City they've had like pretty much a set, well I think three of the last four games you'll be carrying over last season they've had players sent off which is yes. mad in fact they've, they've averaged out a, a sending off per game now because obviously the two after the weekend and that yeah. was a that was a, well, that was a bonkers game but uh we're not here to yeah. talk about um cities and chelsea's we are talk about talk about the arsenal and of course yeah. they are playing you can see where i'm going with the, the goalkeeper situations it's different across every oh yeah every team it's yeah. not like not, everyone everyone's unique yes but moving on to this weekend that's in the past obviously last weekend we have got Aston Villa. Um, I must say, my hot take prediction going into the season was that Aston Villa are going to challenge uh, the, the, the higher order. They're going to try and go for Europe. And so far, their opening record has been played to, lost to. Um, yeah. they opened, no, they opened... I thought they were going to grab Europe and mm. keep Man United and City out. So, Well, they uh, played Man United uh, opening game at Villa Park and lost 2-1. Uh, Hansen got sent off. Rachel Daly, big fans, obviously, as a lot of you are, um, got Villa off the mark, but uh, Lucia Garcia and uh, Rachel Williams, late goal expert, turned the game. And then they at Liverpool, they lost Hobinger and Flint uh, with the goals there. So rocky start. Carla Ward was, of course, on scouting duty for Sky Sports, watching our game Manchester United. One wonders what advice you may have picked up and what tips you may have noticed. We haven't done much better. Obviously, we were all there. Two weekends ago, didn't go so well against Liverpool. Um, no. And then, thankfully, just nick of time, got off the market against Manchester United, thanks to Lacasse. So some of the key players I think we should look at for Villa, I think there's, well, the obvious place to go is uh, Daphne from Domsala. Um I should say, for those of you doing the <laughs> fantasy uh, Premier League, fantasy WSL team, she's my keeper. I've gone for her as my, my team keeper. For me, she's one of the Ooh. most outstanding talents. Um, I've got to say I've opted for Erps against Leicester. You went for, you, you've gone for Erps, have you? Yeah, I, I bunch Van Dom, Dom so. I'm not one for changing my team, so I'll be running it through regardless of regardless of what happens. <laughs> um, but for me, she's one of the best keepers in Europe, and I think she has been, to go to, for Villa to acquire her is an absolute coup. Um, Matt, I, was you, you, I think you've, you've spent time between the sticks. Um, what's, uh, what's your opinion on, on Van Domsela? I think she's at this crucial period of development. She she needs to know what kind of goalkeeper she is. Is she going to be um, the traditional goalkeeper? Is she going to be like a sweeper keeper? Is she going to be a long ball and shot stopping set, uh, specialist? She's got 
a bit of an all-round game to her at the moment. She's a really good shot, uh, shot stopper, at short, long, short and long range. We've seen that in the both the Euros and the World Cup that have come. We've even seen it, in, well, sort of in the England Netherlands game quite recently. We will probably see it again at Wembley mm. in December when the Netherlands do face England once again. Should say on that one, I was, I was there for the game. She made some incredible saves. Um, in that game when when we were trying to get back into it before Russo eventually got the equaliser um, it was very frustrating <laughs> being an England fan in there I can tell you that she, she's just one of those characters she's just going to carry on I think she's going to be right up there with the one at the top and I think if Villa are to push on because they're kind of a new team this season with a lot of their players that you look at like, like an Ebony Salmon as well that's come in mm. a few others as well so it's it it's going to take a lot of time for them to properly gel and get together. I'll be honest with you, I don't think Ebony Sa- Sa- is it is it Salmon or Salmon? Yeah, Ebony Salmon. Yeah, um, she's not going to have any problems. She's got that that working relationship with Rachel Daly. She's technically clam home. I'm re- I really hope we get to see some minutes from her over the weekend. Hopefully, she doesn't score against us. I think she's one though. of the ones that I'm curious <laughs> to see as well as um, Daphne Van Domstar mm. as well. And obviously, quite happy to see my, one of my favourites, but she's not allowed to score on the weekend. <laughs> I won't be captaining her at all. She's my uh, uh, fantasy football red flag for the weekend. Um, the other, well, the other two players which we talk about, um, two ex-Gooners, which in Anna Patton and Jordan Nobbs. Um, Lottie, we saw last week how a returning hero can be treated by their former. Uh, loving fans in the home ground. How do you think Arsenal fans will react to uh, pa- oh, well, Anna Patton well, obviously returning to to Arsenal? Um, well, I was I was thinking you were going to ask it about Jordan then. Um, well, no, both I think for the, we'll both them in general. <laughs> yeah, no, Jordan, Jordan, more so because yeah, Jordan's just she's one of our own, mm. uh, and Anna will obviously a bit will be, but I just feel like Jordan's just loved a tiny bit more. Um, you, think, you think they're going to hear his reception rather than a, a, a booing serenade? <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, you've got to look at why Jordan moved up there. She moved up there for the minutes. She yeah. got there last season. You look at the last couple of games, she hasn't even got a sniff of the starting lineup. She's back where she started again. Yeah, I think she played against so, yeah, a bit against the really, Liverpool game. Um, made yeah. a goal on, goal on clearance. Start, goals, but yeah, um, she didn't start, and that's what she wants. And I just don't think she's going to get that anymore. It's sad to see. No, it is. It is. Unless she joins, I don't want to sound really rude and horrid, one of the smaller teams. Goes to Bristol. Yeah. Even that's a tough, tough watch. They look good from what I've seen. Like, little glimpses of good. But, um, yeah, it's just just really, really sad to see a player of her talent is not really getting any minutes. Now at Villa, after she made that big move, in leaving us, um, Anna Patton though, she looks she looks happy. Yeah, I, I, I was I saw the first half against Manchester United um, before the, the Liverpool game two weeks ago, and I thought, oh, she looks she looks at home. She looks very confident in, in what she's doing. Very very impressive. Nobsy, it's sad. I, I would imagine if she subbed on, and I hope she is, she'll get a good roar from the crowd. Should say ticket sales. Um, the last announcement was it was at thirty two and a half thousand just about 20 just under 20,000 less than what we achieved two weekends ago but this is a, what, there are over 700 plus villa fans on their way to the emirates 
Yes. But this is, for me, is an interesting point because the Liverpool game was very heavily advertised. It was the opening game of the season. There was a little, you know, big push for it. But there hasn't been as much advertising for the Villa game. And I find this fascinating because I believe this is deliberate. I be- because I believe it's just, it's, for me, it's to find out um, what is the baseline. Like, yeah, if we, if we didn't mention it, how many would come? And for me, we, we've managed, because the advertising does inflate the figures somewhat. There's always a limit. You more advertise, the more you get in. But what is the sort of standard? And, you know, back in the old days, we'd get 1,000, 4,000. The fact we've got 32,500 in without much a mention of it, apart from the normal, there's a game at the weekend. I think bodes rather well. And if we can get that to 40,000 for the weekend or future weekends, I think that's a very, very exciting prospect. And it's the first time we've done back-to-back WSL games at home. And obviously we're looking to make that full-time um, going forward. So that's something to look out for, certainly. Um, in addition, uh, we have to talk about Rachel Daly, Lottie. Big fan. Obviously, you're, um, she, she's the only goal scorer for Villa this season. Got the opener against Manchester United. Um, but it's going to be a bit of a mixed one for you because obviously you're hoping she doesn't score. <laughs> Unlike last season where we lost to Villa, sadly. No, the thing is, you know what? It wasn't... I'm, I'm just waiting to see a Rachel Daly worldie live. I know in my luck it'll be against Arsenal. Um, <laughs> but I still haven't... Obviously, I haven't seen it in the England live. I've seen it on... like. It's one thing to see a worldie on, on TV, but seeing it live in person mm. that stuff you don't forget um a bit like freedom man and Bayern munich last season i know i'm always talking about this goal but that yeah. was my goal of the season regardless of the worldie that mccabe scored against yeah. it doesn't really count yeah um, i just muted myself there so yeah yeah, yeah. mccabe against <laughs> man city yeah that the, the that was yeah. really, well that was my goal of the season because i was right behind the trajectory and i could yeah. see it curving in um that was pretty magical one player who, for Arsenal, who hasn't scored yet in the WSL is, of course, Alessia Russo. Came very close Friday night. Um, Matt, is it going to happen this weekend, do you reckon? Um, I think something needs to happen. Um, there are other players that haven't scored in WSL before. Um, looking at players like... Sabrina, Katrine. Manu, <laughs> to name a few. Katrine uh, Molokul hasn't... Yeah. Yet scored. Yeah. The only game she did score against was in that Leeds game. Gio hasn't got a goal, so it's not like she's alone in this. Yeah. Um, at the moment, there are other players that haven't had that goal yet. It's it's a matter of time. The fact that you hit the post so many times against United and it nearly came nearly off. Got it. Yeah. It, it's it's just it's coming. You can tell, and it was a bit similar to uh, who who went on a bit of a. Str- Street last year, they kept on hitting the post. I can't remember who it was. Steena, was it? Steena, yeah, it was. Because uh, against Zurich, um, <laughs> she uh, all she had to do was just poke it past the goalkeeper, and she blasted it at the keeper's face, and mm. that was in the the uh, away game. And, she, and you're just thinking, how will you get? We need to know how to get you out of this funk. And mm. you thought maybe the West Ham game away, she mm. was going to get something. Again, hits the post. Mackenzie Arnold decides, you know what? This is the game I'm actually going to turn up for. And uh, Kate Fish turned up for the, the Cup World Cup tournament. tournament yeah, but had. this was pre World Cup. Yeah, this was pre World Cup. Okay, I, fair. Um, but yeah, I, I, for. I think it's just going to take a little bit of time, but if, it, she, if she gets it, I think it'll be thoroughly deserved because of everything. A lot of the uh, supposed United fans, in quotes, 
are really trying to egg this storyline of, of make her like a. I think it's in the men's game like oh they've gone James Bond 007 sort of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. which Zero, is ridiculous. No goals, no no goals, no assists, but seven appearances. Yeah. Um, hello, hello. She's got more Champions League goals than that whole United team thrown together. I mean, that is the delicious thing is she did actually score in the Champions League and scored two goals. Um, um sadly, more goals than the whole team. Like, make it make sense. Yeah. Or or, it, or or qualifiers not counting. Well, or playoffs to that matter. I I, I think exactly. my feeling is if any of these goal things, it, it's especially over Sally's. The sooner you get off the mark, the better, because we all saw how. And this is a this is a the, the quality doesn't compare. But I think back to Nikita Parry two seasons ago, she was on forty nine double cell goals, and it was just there was this fifty goal, and it went on and on all season, and you could just see that her. Arsenal career was just crumbling in her hands because she she didn't get off the mark early enough and eventually Kim Little had to give her a penalty to get that goal and just sort of bury that 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 ghost. I I think she if she starts, I think she will score. I, I think that Villa are there to be got at. Like I said, they've they've lost their first two games, not in a good uh, run. They've got Chelsea still to play in the in the coming weeks. I think this is the perfect opportunity for Russo to get off the mark and I hope she does. Um, and then that will hopefully silence a few, you know, fans who. Because I think the problem is it's not as much Man United fans. Every fan base, I think, wants to see uh, and another team star signing fail. And I don't think that's anything sort of malicious. It's just a bit of shard, you know, against a player individual. It's just a bit of, you know, inter-team schadenfreude. You know, there's no better feeling than watching, I don't know, take a men's team example. The, the Man United made a big push on their goalkeeper. He's not having a great time. For other fans, it's very fun to watch. Um, so I can understand the... Oh, the, the, oh my God, we dodged that bullet. Well, yeah, so because we we had our eyes on him and then we went for Ramsdale instead and I think we got the better deal there. But then look at the on the women's side, I'm sure that especially Man United fans, yeah, because you know, they are what they are, they're looking and seeing Russo and thinking we, we want that, they want that to fail to justify the fact that she left. For me, if she gets a goal at the weekend, um, everything, you know, should go from there. Um, but it will be interesting to see the lineup because the last two lineups we've played with back three and they've um, Jonas has thrown a few curveballs. So Lottie, how are you expecting us to line up? Do you think we'll go stick with the back three, or do you think Jonas might try something more progressive? Um, I have absolutely no idea how that <laughs> works. Yeah. But whatever he puts out, as long as Chloe Hikas starts and she scores another worldie for me, I will. Well, be happy. that is that Let's is a good point. Um, yeah. But I think for me, I want to go back to a four. Mm. Personally, I'd be more comfortable with a four. Um, whether that happens, I never want to see Frida up on the wing again. I want her back in that 10 role. No, no. Um, put Chloe Lucas up there and then find someone to fill that gap to be the wing back. Put Vic Pull over there. That would well, be we, amazing. Well, we've got Maritz back now. We have got Maritz fit. And... Yeah, I, I know, but you could also... It's just... I, I, do you know what? I could sit there and complain about rotation all the time, but sometimes I look at this team and I don't know where to start. I'll be honest with you. Like, Where do you start? Because you don't want to leave pe- like the new signings out, but you also don't want to leave the old guard, so to speak. Mm. And it's like, where do you start with this? And it's, it's a bit That's mad. The- problem isn't it is the fact is that we've got two new centre-backs that haven't really got a partnership with anyone effectively United's goal uh, from Matt again from Mallard comes because of the discommunication between Sabrina Leia and Amanda it's no disrespect to they basically had 
barely any time to train together and get that um, bond together. And if, if for whatever reason against Lin Ping, first game of the se- season, we go with Manu, we go with Jen, and we go with Amanda as the centre backs pairing, and Manu in goal, of course, unless Manu wants to cut out play up front. Because <laughs> uh, if we're swapping goalkeepers for uh, strikers, why not do the other or do it the other way? Um, but. Yeah, uh, it, it's just about making sure that we've got that bond. I don't know. Personally, I don't think Jen's strong enough to do the full 90. Um, so that means that Lotta would have to do a lot of, would have to be able to come on and come off, I which do, she's doing at the moment. I do feel like Lotta can't do the full 90 due to her concentration sometimes. If you look at a few of the goals from last season, it was down to her lack of concentration. So I think it might be a case we rotate those two quite heavily with everybody else. But it's also a case of learning to play together. My my feeling is with Yen, Yen BT can't play the back back four. We, we all know that. Um, Lotta, I think there's still a bit of rawness to her game. And I, I do wonder if she also falls in the trap of a back of needing to be in a back three for her own safety because she could be exposed as well, which leaves you only with um, Kadena and Illestead as the two centre-backs. Um, to play in a back four. Now, what, what I found noticeable against Manchester United is the moment we looked ultra-attacking was the Jonas made, his last sub was to bring Lacasse on, but he brought Lacasse on for Moritz, which created a formation change when Katie McKay went to right back. And we had a back four, I think it was of Lotta, Illestead, um, Catley and... Uh, and McCabe, and then suddenly we had Lacasse and uh, Russo and Ford with lots of morning coming behind and we, had, we, we were able to push further forward because we were able to commit the numbers and it, it was it was yeah we led to the Lacasse obviously equaliser I, I do wonder if that might sway Jonas's thinking because I just feel at, away from home I can enter the back three because you want to defend you want to counter attack but at home you've got to be the instigator you've got to be the protagonist you can't defend deep and especially that's why I don't think it worked against Liverpool because Liverpool are always going to low block and it's very difficult to low block when you're playing a defensive formation so I think Villa are there to be got at, and I think he may go for a back four. It's just who he uses as centre backs because there hasn't been enough time to build up the relationships. It's so crucial. You think back, and again, I'm using a men's team analogy Gabrielle and Saliba together are just a rock centre back partnership that's been built up over pre seasons and over seasons. And with the women's team, because we've lost our main centre back and the other main centre back has been sold, we're sort of trying to no, forge something. Left. One left and one's injured. One's left, one left sadly, and one sadly is out injured. We're now in a position where we've got to try and cobble something together, and we haven't quite got it right yet. So that's something you've got to fix. I think, I think what you what you just said about the cast is really interesting because obviously last season we had that wild card of Gen PE going up top. Everybody's yeah. suspect now. Yeah, I don't like it because and I it, think that's going yeah. to be the cast is going to be our our what little little wild card for the season after that after that game. Um, I think Matt, I think she'll think? start. I think well, I think she'll start tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. So, um, Sunday. Tomorrow, sorry. Sunday. Not tomorrow. I'm busy well, tomorrow. At, at the time that people listen to it, it could well be tomorrow. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, they, that, that is true. You could be referring to Sunday. <laughs> that is the difficult question: is are we going to go with the three at the back? Or are we going to go for, mm. with five? 
um i just because of the shortage i think it would make more sense to go with a four which means no else uh, goes in the, into a usual place at right back mm. you then have the choice but i would i'd love to see champions league now marriott's come out for the season and yeah. continue to stay for the it, season. It, it just it took a while last season because it was Wienreiter who sort of had the reins, and then Maritz in the second half just came up and overtook her, and obviously Wienreiter got injured sadly, but she had a very strong second half, Maritz, and yes, yeah, so I'd hope to, hope to yeah, see but, that. But we, we've I think we've all previously agreed Champions League Maritz is a different ball game oh, to like what we see every day in the league. Hundred percent. She loves the Champions League. Well, hopefully we can get back in it for for her for next season. I, I think we'll start with. Volti and Little in the midfield is a sort of two. And I think, for me, logically, it's one of either Ford or McCabe on the left. I reckon Ford. And you, you can, then you can... You go, the thing is, you've got choices now. You can either have Ford or McCabe on the left. You could start either with Stina or um, uh, Russo in, in, in the striker. And I think that Lacasse will start on the right with potentially me. Thinking about Manchester, did Stina... Was Stina on the left or the right? Because they started well, together. Stina was no. up top, and Alessia was on the right, and yeah, and Kim and little and little was on the left in a sort of a front three. It was a it was a slightly it was more of a twin ten. So you had Stina mm. as a main striker, and you had yeah. So Russo was playing the Frieda role from from the Liverpool game, and Kim yeah. Little was playing the Ford role in the sort of twin ten. So it was a bit of a weird setup. Mm. But if we're playing Jens's preferred it 14, worked. Three, we took the game to them, so it, don't say it, it was. It, it no, it didn't work. It didn't work against Liverpool, but it did work against Manchester United. But I think if we were to play Jonas's preferred four-two-three-one, I think you would have Ford on the left, Lacasse on the right, and then mm. Mead could come on for Lacasse in the second half in that right ring yeah. role. McCabe will come on for Ford or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Start with Catlett left back and just try and simplify the game. And, and then I think that would allow Arsenal to express themselves more because I feel the back three, it's a bit, it's a bit more of a struggle to build up because you're obviously... It's a bit more restricting. Yeah. That's so, really. oh, My main but, question is how long do you give me? Do you give them not long, the last minutes. last 10 minutes plus injury months. time? It would depend because on... You the... don't want to overdo the injury. You want, no. don't want to be like... Yeah, two. so 10 minutes plus injury time. Because the thing is, this injury time is going to be mad this season, I have a feeling. It, it depends on the state of the game. If we, let's say, and I'm not saying Villa are going to roll over or anything, but let, let's if we were, let, God forbid, we're 1-0 down to Villa with 10 minutes to go, don't bring Mead on. If we're 3-0 up against Villa with 10 minutes to go, yeah, bring Mead on. To get an applause in the crowd, get a few, you know, shuttle runs up and down the Emirates pitch, maybe even get a goal, you know, who knows. But it, it would depend on the game. If the game is still in the balance, I don't think you risk bringing Mead on. I think, and I think... The, I don't know. The problem is, is in Jonas will fall back onto. Well, we'll just make Jen beat an auxiliary striker. And the problem is, it's bailed. It's well, it hasn't bailed him out because he lost both games. But she's got two goals to tie games late on, and it's it's a bit Millie Bright emergency striker, and it just feels like once you're playing that card, you know you run out of options, and it just. I don't know. I, 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 it's a solution that we've over-indexed because of the heroics and the the funny memes of her bumping into pop. That sort of we've stuck with it, and I, I don't like it. I feel that you. There are oh, better options, Emma. I, I well, did mention, well, yes. though, when we did the Liverpool review, that this essentially is what happened, wasn't it? That Because we overplayed that card so many times, it was too late to sort of make adjusting changes. Whereas this time around, if you look at the bench options, you could end up having... We might decide to bring on Geo for this one. They might. He might... Well, yeah, that, that's a good point. A big yep. enough squad to have a full... Um, 20 and then 
other players are available to sit out. It doesn't have to. Be. So those players that have been at the World Cup mm. and those that haven't, they can have even even more match time. Well, Jonas has made no secret of his ideas of starters and finishes. And um, I think this is what we're going to start seeing more and more is the fact that um, we're going to go to the bench more. And certainly for what I'm doing on FIFA, for example, I've learned that if I uh, play my main team for, for 60 minutes and then bring on a quadruple substitution and re- refresh my entire attack, suddenly it's a lot easier to score goals against a tired defence with fresh legs off the bench. And I'm thinking if that, if that's working for me on FIFA, hopefully it'll work the same for Jonas as well. Because the idea of, yeah, when they're all fully fit, say, you know, Lacasse, Stina, McCabe, full, fully fit, coming on against tired legs, that's a very exciting prospect. And this idea that, you know, start, you know, it's all about the starting lineup. I think that's going to start getting shelved. And I think we're going to start seeing some explosive forwards off the bench. I've lost um, count how many times Jonas has turned around and said that the subs are, quite, are more important than the starting well, he, 11. He made that point in the Man United game. He said, we'll announce the subs first because, and, and it, it paid, you know, the subs changed the game, as we saw. When Ford came on, when McKay get on, only did they get booked immediately. Um, <laughs> in typical fashion, they did. They, they still they, don't know what that was for, though. Was no, it? it was no. something ridiculous. Yeah, still... no, it was ridiculous. I mean, she had a very McKay-best reaction to it as well, which was interesting. <laughs> but that's two two bookings in two games for McCabe. It's almost yeah. So uh, we should probably take yeah. punts on to how long it will take for her to get booked. Um, Again. If she comes off the bench, I I'm could... going. For for five minutes i'm gonna back her for a yellow card this weekend mm. yeah same i think i think that is a problem. So her up against rachel daly it's gonna happen yeah well if if it does happen we you know we will be there Matt, for it it's gonna be yellow a... card or yellow card or not to yellow card i i'm gonna back her and say i think that she's gonna wind herself back in because there's gonna no. be issues this season where there's going to be if, if the if like last like the Liverpool City they're just mm. handing the cards out left right and centre for that. That's what I mean. The Jill Raw got yellow card. I, I think it was thirteen cards in the City Chelsea game, and most of them were dissent. None of them mm. were actual challenges. Yeah. Whereas one of the challenges got away without even a card. Yeah, but Lauren, you know, it was. What's really interesting, you don't see the women getting in the refs' faces like the men do. The men get away with it. Mm. And all of a sudden, it's just like all crashed down. I've heard that ref had to be escorted off the pitch by yeah. yeah. Well, it's she made a rough. Mad. Like, what are these? What are these players going to do? She's. She's. Well, the referee lost. It's more of the fans, lost, I think. Yeah. Well, the ref. The referee yeah. lost the game when she sent Greenwood off, and um, it, it just deteriorated from there. And there were just there were just yellow cards everywhere. It was it was ridiculous. The point with McCabe is she'll she'll get booked despite not deserving to because it's like the whole Xhaka thing with red cards. It's yeah, that referees it, it, are just predisposed okay. to booking her now, and which yeah. is a shame. But yeah. uh, I'm gonna have to have a look at, look through the bookies again because I've now no longer got my Granite Xhaka bet. I'm on Katie getting a card every game. Yeah. Well, I know I, I shouldn't, but. No, no, I think it's a, it is it is a, not that I condone gambling in that form, but it is a, it would be a pretty safe bet to assume that she'll get booked. And I, I'm guessing yeah, off the bench, maybe five minutes. If it's if she's starting, I'd give it thirty five. Yeah. I reckon. If if I'm honest, I don't think I could because I like Katie. It's <laughs> Greenwich Shaka, not a fan. Yeah, okay. So as we are. As we are predicting yellow cards, we might as well go the whole way and do um well we'll do we'll do, we'll do result well we could do lineups or results. We sort of done we've sort of covered the lineups in a sense, but mm-hmm. we'll do the results. So Matt, scoreline wise, what are you thinking? Well, 
I'm just thinking the amount of times that I've gone to these Villa games and we have seen goals. First one was 4-0. The, mm. uh, the year after, uh, it was the Christmas game. Graham, I think it was 2-3-1 two, two, in the end. So you're averaging two goals a game. And then obviously Villa last season was the 2-0 to Villa. Mm. Um I have a feeling it's going to be another close game. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal. Really that close? Okay. Lottie, any... Uh... I'm going to go for my favourite, 3-2 to the Arsenal. F- 3-2? Sorry, oh, money, sorry, Zabs, but... Yeah. yeah well, the defence isn't solid yet. I, I dare not say anything negative because I'll be done for jinxing, so I'm just going to go for a... <laughs> Uh, I know, I know. It, it, it happens. So I'm, I'm just going to go for a humble yeah, tune. It's, it's, it's a case of usually, and it, at one point you will be wrong and we, we will applaud you. <laughs> and it's just like, every or time maybe, wrong, maybe it's, it's your proof fault. Of it, maybe it's not jinxing. Maybe it's proof of intelligence that I I know, like what I've looked at the, what, you know, what's happened in the past. I've looked at what's happened in the moment and think, yeah, that's the likely scenario. And I'm just, just because I predict something wrong and something wrong happens, maybe yeah, it's not just, be, just because I say it, does, it, it, I just say it because it makes me feel better. You realise this, right? <laughs> I don't mean it maliciously. Even, even like. Oh, no, no. The, the, the thought never If I don't it. point it out, I know Matt, Matt will. <laughs> the thought didn't cross my mind. I think a humble 2 0 win, and I think Russo is going to get her debut goal, or WSL, first WSL goal through for, uh, for Arsenal. Not debut goal, she's had a debut. Um, third yeah. Third goal of the season, did you say? Third goal of the season, first WSL goal, get her off the mark, and hopefully we'll get a good crowd. As we said earlier, 32,500, plenty more tickets available. Um, let's try and hit the yeah. big 4 0. Wasn't there only 15 left in block 15 earlier? Yeah, so lower tier is almost sold out, and obviously we want to get that out of the way first, and then it's all in the upper tier. Um, so let's try and get as many of those tickets sold. They'll obviously be on sale up until match day. So Make sure if you haven't already, there's an international break. There's no foot, there's no you know club football um, at the moment, so no excuse why you can't go to the Emirates and watch the other Arsenal play. Um, I believe the schedule is going to be a drinks in Matoli, and then there'll be a, I think probably another walk on the stadium. Um, do get the road. The armour will be open. You can get your um, your shirts. Lottie, I believe you have got a, a new shirt planned for your away kit now. Uh, yes, I do. I managed to get one of the ones that they've all nearly sold out on, um, which is the Stella McCartney one. Mm-hmm. Actually, quite nice. I was completely against it. And then I saw it on them. I was like, yeah, I want one. I'd already got it and I wasn't sure about it because I've got it from birthday. Mm. But and I looked at it I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, I like that shirt. So it looks good. So Stella McCartney, Stella McCartney gear that we approve of. This is this is positive step. Uh, yeah, that's is, it's a first. Although I don't approve the the uh, training gear completely gets a solid disapproval from me. Well, we should, we should we should have a shout out that the men's team did wear the uh, away strip in their warm up against Man City. So uh, big props they to did. them. They did. I think it's a bit ironic they were wearing Man City colours before the Man City game, but okay. <laughs> we'll gloss over that. Um, but yes. Sunday. Oh, that's the oh. point. What happens? What are we going to wear when we go Man City away? It's the same colour. That's why we've got the home kit. The home. It's, the problem is the shorts, isn't it? Because no City playing blue shorts now because they're not allowed. To, yeah. They're, we can wear the, we can wear the, the green kit. Thing. We can wear the green third kit. Yeah, I want to get our European kit out up and running. I what, think. We, I think. What, we, what, what I European think kit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our <laughs> green kit's going to be worn for Bristol, if I remember rightly. So mm. we'll have that for Bristol away because of the. Uh, 
Bristol, red. the old red and white stripes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I think that's the one yeah. part of uh, this one, isn't it? That's the other thing as well, yeah. is they're trying to stop the colour blindness uh, yes, awareness things, are. aren't they, as well? So that's why a lot of our uh, kits now are now like a pink or a, or, a, or more purple or sort of whatever colour. It's just a lighter colour than it, than they used to be, like used to yeah. be bright yellow. I just hope and... they continue up us give like having our own away kicks. I quite yes. like it. I think it's great. But I do am going to have a bit bone to pick with Arsenal. Sell more goalkeeper kits. Oh, Don't yes, be like sure. Nike. Get yeah. some more goalkeeper kits in. I want a Sabrina Deanna shirt. I want a Manu shirt and I can't get one. We should have a shout out. Yeah, the Nike did put their Mary Earps, uh shirt on sale and was very quickly sold out. Don't know what the numbers were. Hopefully more be made, but it's I mean, I've never been one for goalkeeper jerseys, but it's a it's a market. Like I'm surprised more people. Have... Yeah. Um, once that's gone, it's gone. They're not getting more in. Yeah. It's 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 gonna it's gonna be like that. But they, I think this that was just testing the waters. Mm. So when the Olympics come along, they can actually sell kits. Well, uh, like I said, the army will it's be open. It's not going to be Nike kit. though. It's going to be Adidas that will have the kit because. Um, yeah, I've got to set up Team GB is. <laughs> Team well, GB are <laughs> Well, hang on, we got we we, we we there's no guarantee we're going to be at the Olympics. Yes. There's a bit way to go. You know, we lost to the Netherlands. You know, we're only oh, three points. I know, out. I know, I know, I know. But still, it's just at this point, I do that for just empty in my bank account as we're going <laughs> out and starting to fill up my credit card as well. But hey ho, oh, won't talk well. about that. <laughs> no, we won't talk about that. No, um, but sadly, I think that we can agree that is probably the end of this particular episode. Um, just leads me to say, um, Lottie, where can we find you in the big wide world of social media? Um, you can occasionally find me on Twitter. Um, I'm not there very much at the minute because work is really busy. Mm. Um, but it's at Lottie underscore AWFC. It's the same for Instagram. Um, I just post a lot of my match day stuff there. Mm. And you will find pictures of Matt and Adam there on match day at some point. Um, if I remember to post them. <laughs> And Matt, where can we find you? At MattLR28 on Twitter. And don't forget, you can also follow us on VAW Pods. Mm-hmm. I had to remember that after last time <laughs> because I realised I got it wrong. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We have our own Twitter account where we'll be posting uh, show updates and so forth. So do give all that to keep up to date with all. Uh, Vic Acres Wonderland News. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Adam Salter Four, where I can be found posting um, all about the Arsenal women, live tweeting about games, and posting things that I think are mildly amusing, mm-hmm. and hopefully you do as well. There's one. There's one more thing you forgot mm-hmm. that you love to do on that account. You don't fish. <laughs> oh you yes. I, oh yes. I do. I absolutely do not fish around and wind other fan bases up. Um, that's something I categorically do not do. So if you don't want to see that, by all means, you know, you're welcome to see my account because you won't catch me winding up rival fan bases. <laughs> you troll. You've got all the all these all these little fish rolling through your. Oh gosh. Yes. Yes. I should also add as another shameless plug. Um, I have another account to plug, and that is the at. Arsenal W Archive. That is the Arsenal Women Archive. This is a car I've set up where I'll be updating uh, on anniversary of certain former Arsenal games dating back to 2011 and potentially even before. So if you want to see some old Arsenal games, some highlights of games gone past, do give that a follow um, and I'll be updating regularly with hopefully more clips as I can find them. And um, 
if I can get them to, to fit because unfortunately Twitter doesn't give me um, anything more than a two minute 20 um, video time limit, which has made some a bit tricky. But keeping on that, more footage is scheduled to be released soon. So for a bit of nostalgia. But no, that's it. That's the end of the pod. Um, on to Sunday, I guess. We got it wrong last season. And sadly, we were on our knees. The energy tank was gone. And sadly, Villa rolled us over on our final day. So this is a chance to right that wrong. And um, yeah, hopefully this time we'll actually win a home game. As that hasn't happened for a while. So um, fingers crossed. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.